Hello there, and welcome to the Joyfully Black Podcast, where we have candid conversations with Black women on nourishing their mental well-being while balancing career, family life, and community care. I'm your host, Joy Dixon, a public health professional turned woman in tech and lover of seeing people thrive in their zone of genius. As we embark on Women's History Month, I think of the quote, well-behaved women seldom make history. I remember hearing this adage as a child and being puzzled because it seemed to juxtapose the societal cues girls are often taught to be expressive, but not a show off, not to be bossy, and for goodness sake, stay out of trouble. We don't need to see you on the six o'clock news in any mess. I admit the lessons being taught to many young girls, particularly in Western society, are shifting, especially as boss culture and being a bad bitch are celebrated widely in social media. But what about us? The little girls who've already grown up and have untangled or currently in the process of untangling ourselves from such childhood admonitions. I often hear from women who have, quote unquote, done the right things, studied hard to secure the right opportunities, pursue careers with laser focus, try to save while helping family members. Some women even decide to start families and others get involved with community efforts in addition to a myriad of things on their plate. What's most fascinating to me is that all of these efforts are not always out of obligation, but because they wanted to which makes the disconnect from themselves all the more unsettling. This leads me back to well-behaved women rarely making history. So we have examples of Harriet Tubman, Ida B. Wells, who devoted her life to educating people about the discrimination and lynching, and Josephine Baker, one of the most successful black performers in French history, who was also a World War II spy and activist amazing women and others of yesteryear who defied, risked their life and limb, defied social mores, explored unconventional philosophies, and expected behavior of women. We also have examples of women in today's society breaking the mold as well. Women like, of course, Oprah, Toni Morrison, AOC, Ava DuVernay, and those who you might not know, like Muriel Trami, who was a French video game designer from Martinique and is known as the first black woman video game designer. I know that it can be daunting to wonder, how can one make history on such a large scale? But change, any change, always starts with one. One idea, one person willing to do something differently. What if your own form of making history was being an example of honoring yourself? What would that look like? Would it look like asking for the raise that would allow you to put more towards your retirement fund or vacation fund or just fun fund? Would it look like outsourcing your housework so you can actually relax when you get home? Or for those of us who work remotely, turning off your laptop? Would it look like taking the time to curl up with a new book? (laughs) That's me. Or going to bed earlier to wake refreshed? Would it look like limiting time in environments that leave your spirit drained? Seeking and actually attending therapist appointments? Would it look like making time for a friend date? 
finding an exercise routine you enjoy and will actually go to. Would it look like leaning heavy into that hashtag rich auntie life? <laughs> All jokes aside, I understand that these actions can seem like luxuries and a lifestyle that's all about the go, go, go. But when one honors themselves, there is a light that is ignited. One that is radiant and evident to anyone that comes near, especially to those closest to us. Those who we care about, whether it's our nieces, nephews, godchildren, actual children, parents, Heck, even perfect strangers can see it. I mean, it's almost like you can't look away. They're illuminating. This reminds me of a friend from college who absolutely adored her aunt. I mean, this girl could be having a horrible day. And you could ask her about her aunt and a huge smile would spread across her face. Anyway, one day I asked, what she loved so much about her aunt. And my friend said, I know what it's like to feel free by watching her. She cares about us and her job is fine, but I love how my aunt laughs loudly with her whole body and doesn't care who sees, how she started wearing locks before it was popular, and that she just seems free. I hope I can be that free. It was amazing to see the impact one aunt had on her niece growing up, but that has since doubled and impact has grown as my friend raises her own children and now demonstrates how to honor herself by making time for African dance classes and seeking professional learning for a new personal goal. You see, in our own ecosystem, we're making history by showing it's possible to care for our communities as well as ourselves. In episode eight with Tiffany Lanier, our quick question was, what do you need in this season to honor yourself? Is it connection? Is it quiet time? Is it space to vent? Is it a break from a packed schedule? Is it finding a faith community? Is it fun? Is it finally signing up for that wellness retreat even though you might be going alone? Only you know the answer, but know that taking action as minuscule as it may seem is a necessary act of courage in itself. You are making history, and I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, let's stay in the Black, y'all. Thanks again for joining Joyfully Black this week. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give a five-star review and share with a friend. And be sure to visit our website, joyfullyblk.com, where you can subscribe to the show at Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast so you'll never miss a show. Until next week, stay in the black, y'all. <laughs>